Hello and welcome to StarCast from Planet Waves. Today's edition is for Thursday, May 4th, 2023. My name's Eric Francis Coppolino, the host of Planet Waves FM and the author of the Planet Waves horoscopes, among other things. Welcome to tonight's edition. I'm here with a discussion of the May 5th lunar eclipse in Scorpio and an update about Mercury retrograde and Jupiter entering uh, Taurus, Mercury retrograde ending on the 14th. Uh, so we're a little bit past the halfway point of, of this Mercury retrograde. Uh, and then uh, two days after that ends, Jupiter enters Taurus on the 16th. I'm sure we could all use a little bit of good news. Uh, I trust that there will be a little or a lot of something for everyone with Jupiter entering Taurus, the sign of values and of resources and of stability uh, from my lips to God's ears. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, today we'll be distributing or have distributed the uh, Planet Waves weekly horoscope uh, for the fourth. These are not your average weekly horoscopes. They're uh, about 200 words per sign. That's like a short essay for every one of the signs and rising signs. And then additionally, I have an article about this uh, eclipse. And I'm uh, exploring the metaphor of what it means to have a, a body, a luminary, not really a planet, uh, the moon, which is associated with Taurus going dim in its opposite sign, uh, Scorpio, the sign where the moon is said to fall. This is an ancient uh, description from back in the days of Ptolemy, uh, something like the year 150 uh, AD or something like that. And this um, kind of smart guy, you know, political leader and so forth, uh, was a pretty good astrologer and left us with a set of delineations that have uh, lasted uh, darn nearly two thousand years. Uh, that's that's pretty good document preservation, I would say. It's not the oldest document in astrology, in, in Western astrology. Those date back uh, another 500 years. So there's a version of the Table of Essential Dignities that uh, is even older, and that, that deserves a, uh, a little video. Uh, okay, so uh, this this is, uh, quite, this is quite an eclipse. Um, the, uh, the, the main feature of it is that it occurs at the cross-quarter, uh, the exact midpoint of, of Taurus and Scorpio. It's, it's so close. It's two arc minutes, two sixtieths of one degree uh, away from the cross-quarter. So that is exact. And why that is special is because there are resonance points in the zodiac. There are places where uh, the uh, the the universe uh, around us vibrates a little louder than it normally does, and and that includes when there's a major event at the midpoint of the fixed signs, and also includes when there's a major event near the first degree of the cardinal signs. So this is all known uh, generally as the Aries point. I, I'm trying to distinguish this because like. I'm describing something in Scorpio, and then I say this is about the Aries point, and I could see a lot of people saying uh, that can't mean anything. But what I mean is that uh, there there is um, a, a vibration that is louder, uh, that that affects more people, and this is 
you know, this is uh, far from being a theory. We can point to hundreds of events where uh, this has happened from 9-11 to the East Palestine train wreck. Um, and so we've got this here and it's happening. And my analysis of this is, I, I thought about this for a long time. I mean, this is probably my 10th presentation that mentions or is de- devoted to this eclipse. And I thought, all right, so we've got the sign of value and values, i.e. how much things are worth to us privately and how what the price of things is. That's, that's Taurus. Taurus is represented by the moon. The moon's exalted in Taurus. The, the little crescent above the circle in the Taurus glyph is the moon. Uh, it's also a visual pun. It's the horns of a cow, but it's also, uh, it's also the moon. And this makes sense because the moon is said to be exalted in Taurus. It's almost like being the ruler of Taurus. The ruler is Venus. So we have a distinctly feminine expression of energy ruled by the Venus and the moon approximately equally. And then in this eclipse, the moon is at full phase. So it's in the opposite sign of the sun. That's in uh, in Scorpio, and the moon is said to fall, according to the Table of Essential Dignities, left to us by Ptolemy from the second century or so. Maybe it's even older. Uh, and and what that means is that it the, the moon kind of disappears into Scorpio, and it's difficult to connect with one's feelings, one's needs, one's uh, desires, and one's uh, instincts and emotions. And this is what can lead to the resentful sensation of the uh, of the Scorpio moon, as if one's feelings don't matter because the moon itself kind of dis- disappears into Scorpio. And so one of the remedies to that is to remind yourself that your feelings matter and not expect other people to notice that first. Your feelings first have to matter to you before they can matter to someone else. Uh, people are a bit insensitive, and they're not usually crossing the divide of their own projections and asking how someone really might feel or uh, how, how they might experience uh, something, anything in the world outside of, uh, outside of themselves, including us. And so it, one reminder of this lunation is to do what you can to get into the uh, feelings and observe uh, people's responses to what uh, whatever is going on, including to you, and to do a little bit of the work to close the space uh, between you and others. So then we have another thing going on. We have the moon representing our personal values, right? The moon exalted in Taurus. So the moon becomes the, 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 the representative. Astrology does a lot of this with representatives, with uh, things being a kind of a delegate from some place. And so the moon is the delegate from Taurus. And therefore, the moon represents the things of value which are going to be diminished in Scorpio twice, once by the fact of Scorpio and once by the eclipse of the moon. Now, uh, what I have described in the lead article is the, the metaphor of the way that the holistic community just simply sold out during the 2020 crisis and people who had devoted their lives to doing no harm and to training and learning holistic care and learning the history of things like Spanish flu, which was handled by homeopaths with no problem. 
the homeopaths lost no patients during the 1918-1919 falsely named Spanish, that's a lie, flu, that's a lie, that had not been poisoned by essentially being given something like a bottle of aspirin every day. A lot of those patients were treated with the then somewhat new substance, salicylic acid, and uh, it is a blood thinner. And so if you take a bottle of aspirin, you can bleed to death You can from internal bleeding or have, uh, have a stroke, and you know, you're poisoned uh, by a blood thinner. And so any time someone had not been poisoned by the blood thinner and the homeopaths got to them, they were showing symptoms of whatever this thing was. We're not really sure what it was. It, it looks like a combination of vaccine injury and response to uh, trauma and also EMFs. As with COVID, this thing was not spread evenly and uh, did not have distinct symptoms and uh, I am now observing from reading the history of how these things were characterized uh, and learning who wrote the story that the entire thing was exaggerated and made, made to seem like the worst thing ever and then used over and over again as a way to terrorize people during the mid-50s alleged pandemic of, uh, I guess that would have been uh, Asian fever or something like this, and then Hong Kong flu in 1968 and 1969. Uh, the, the Spanish flu, quote, quote, was always used as a way to terrorize people. And the whole idea of holistic medicine is that the practitioners learn how to handle the same things the doctors are supposed to handle but generally cannot handle in a way that does not poison the patient, but rather makes them better. We forget that the idea of going to a medical practitioner is not to get worse. It's not to get poisoned. It's not to be lied to. It's not to become an experimental subject. It's to get the help you need. And I think we are uh, very generous with doctors, in particular medical doctors, when when we grant them the right to experiment and poison us in the name of uh, in, in the name of good health, and then when something goes wrong, we blame the disease and not the treatment. So that's just a metaphor for the moon going dim in the uh, in, in its opposite sign, right? And it's it's better explained in the article. I'm planning to send the article out uh, to everyone. Now, there's another angle on this, which is that we were lied to. We were lied to by government officials. We were lied to by doctors. And all the events of 2020 through 2021, even to the current day, have been a game of follow the leader. Somebody who we think is uh, charming and charismatic does something or says something, and then everyone kind of, without taking a vote, without evaluating it, decides that it's true. And now we're seeing this in a presidential candidacy of a person whose views are poorly informed, deceptive, uh, inaccurate, and self-serving. And uh, everyone is just, uh, not everyone, almost everyone, is, uh, I'm, I'm kind of leading a little rebellion here. Uh, and and, uh, and it's, uh, people are responding positively uh, to that. But this, uh, this individual running for president is, is, is another Fauci. No different in in policy, only different in rhetoric, only different in the words uh, that are that are chosen to represent what are essentially the same views 
positions uh, and, and general cosmology. And so we're not done with this. We are not done being fooled until we say we're not going to be fooled. And I, I realize, uh, you know, the, the older I get, the more I seem to be asking of humanity that it pay attention to what's going on in the world around it, that it make actual choices. Uh, this is the thing that people go to therapy for five or ten years to learn, to learn how to make their own decisions, to learn how to negotiate what they want to learn, how to assert themselves, to learn how to simply be sincere and not self-deceptive. And so this, uh, this eclipse chart describes a situation where we could easily be led down another path of self-deception or in the alternate uh, where we could get the message, take the message, and make some decisions. Decisions are always made based on values. Values are these things that we're supposed to hold uh, hold near and dear to ourselves and that are supposed to represent what we really are about. And that is a whole other life lesson of, of honoring one's values, being true to oneself. And we, we see a lot of this going on in the world. People not being true to themselves and, and people deceiving uh, themselves and others and uh, and and then thinking, oh well, this is all just uh, all, all in a day's work, you know. Um, and then wonder why it is that we're not happy, why it is we don't have a functional society, why it is that our political leaders are so corrupt, and so on and so on, all kinds of uh, hand wringing and pearl clutching and all of that. Well, I mean, you know, we need to do the right thing. How about that? How about doing the right thing, and not just saying we're doing the right thing. Okay, so that's that's my take on this eclipse, among others. Um, there is past coverage. If you go to uh, starcast.fm or planetwaves.net slash starcast, there's a lot of previous audios, previous coverage on uh, both of the uh, Planet Waves substacks, whether it's planetwaves.substack or planetwavesfm.substack. Uh, I am planning to have a full edition of Planet Waves FM on Friday night. Uh, it is now May. It is Masturbation Month, as declared by President Biden and Governor Hochul. It's, uh, they signed the, finally, they signed the proclamation of, of Masturbation Month in a ceremony in the Rose Garden uh, yesterday. Okay, that didn't really happen, but it, it should happen. And so as part of this, I'm going to reintroduce my listeners and readers to the work of my friend and astrology client and very important teacher, Betty Dodson, uh, who I hung out with uh, over, over the years for 25 years, uh, from 1995 to the end of her life in, in 2020. She died at age 91. And so I'm going to be reading tomorrow on Planet Waves FM her original article in Ms. Magazine that kind of broke, broke free of the masturbation taboo and introduced self-sexuality and sexual independence, this concept of sexual independence, to the feminist movement primarily, and then uh, to women, and then to people generally, although her work is much more closely followed by women. Uh, so th with that, then I have a, after that, uh, I have uh, just spent part of this week, actually much of yesterday, in a uh, conversation with a basically sex coach, 
uh, you know, trained professional sex coach named Iva Vizi, who was in studio yesterday for about four hours, and we we did uh, a three segment conversation, and I will have part one of that conversation, wherein I relay secondhand uh, the core teachings, principles, and values of my good friend Betty. Dotson. Uh, I think that is it. Uh, thank you for subscribing to Planet Waves in some form. Remember that there's no pizzeria that could give away 99% uh, of its pizzas and only hope to uh, sell one slice out of 100. So please be that one, maybe two people in 100 who signs up for a subscription and um, it's pretty good pizza if, uh, if you ask me. But then again, I make the stuff. So of course, I would uh, think that Otherwise, I wouldn't do it. Okay, I think that's all I've got to say, and uh, I will be back with you before the promised scheduled uh, showtime of 10 o'clock on Friday for PlanetWaves.fm. The show's been in rare form lately. I am planning one more program before I take a break, so there'll be a program on uh, on the 5th and then again on uh, Friday the 12th I believe that is uh, that that's the that's the date so once again thank you for listening for your time for your business most of all for your trust signing off from a lovely day finally it, it rained for like a week solid here and was like 50 degrees so that's a sunny cool lovely spring day in Kingston New York thanks for listening and bye for now